fantasy time. Uh, yeah, we're talking fantasy sports, not dear penthouse. But don't worry, winning your league is way better than porn. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. Can you dig it? Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. Can you dig it? Get in the game where you own the game. Joe own the Chiefs. Owns. 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 Hello there and welcome to Fantasy Hockey Time. Presented by Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. And you are watching this on the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. I'm here to help you win your league and hopefully make it a whole lot better as we recap the week in fantasy and look ahead to the week that will be. And we get things going right off the bat with the question of the day. This is a serious message. Peace and love. Peace and love. So in uh, one of my leagues, it was our uh, trade deadline today, and a bunch of leagues I know had their uh, NHL uh, trade deadlines in fantasy as well. So the question is, what big deal did you make to take a run at your hockey league? In uh, in my one league, which is, unfortunately, it's a weekly league, but uh, there's so much parity. There was so much movement today. Uh, plus, I had two baseball drafts, so uh, Sunday was a crazy, crazy day for me, so there was a flurry of trades. Um, the the big deal I made, uh, I went out and got Tuka Rask. I picked up Drew Doughty and Brock Besser. Those are the three big deals that I made. I gave away a lot of my future. Uh, I don't have a lot of picks. Uh, I've got a few prospects, uh, and that's about it. But I am definitely trying to make a run and try to win this year. Uh, I, I think either should be trying to win or rebuilding. Middle is death. Uh, in, in a lot of things, uh, but especially in fantasy. So chime in uh, with your answer at Duck Millard on Twitter and let me know what big move that you made to take a run at your league title. Uh, would love to hear from you on Twitter at Duck Millard. And, of course, big thanks to our title sponsor, Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports. It's the most realistic it's the highest stakes fantasy out there. The UFHL nearly mimics everything about the NHL, including a scouting program and a prize pool approaching 50K. In fact, you can uh, sign up as a scout and scout every sport that they will be unveiling and more are on the way. There was also an expansion franchise that was recently auctioned off for $10,000 US because it's not just fantasy hockey teams and players. The UFFS is on the Zillica blockchain. So these aren't just fantasy players you're drafting. They are NFTs, digital assets. Right now, there is the UFHL and the UFAHL, covering off the American Hockey League. And the Ultimate Fantasy Golf Association was recently announced as well. So get in the game where you own the game. Follow them on Twitter at UFF Sports and at UFS Network to find out more information and find out what new sports are on the way. This is what we have uh, in the uh, starting lineup for today. We will run through three and a half stars in the week, the top three players and an honorable mention. Uh, we'll give you five lineup decisions for the week that is coming up. 
Some unfortunate injuries in the MASH 4077 unit. Uh, Aaron Ekblad, Sunday night, just absolutely ugly. We'll get your bold predictions. How bold can you get when it comes to fantasy this week? Fantasy Island has uh, somebody being voted off and somebody being voted on. What's bugging you? We'll give it to you, uh, the details. You can vent if you want on Fantasy Beef. And we'll have rules of fantasy engagement. And that will be about how to try to make your fantasy experience more enjoyable. Uh, particularly for, for one individual in my uh, fantasy baseball draft tonight, there will be a rule that will be very, very important. So I'd love to hear from you. Here is a few ways that you can get in touch with me. You talking to me? You talking to me? You talking to me? Well, who the hell else are you talking? You talking to me? Well, I'm the only one here. Hit me up on Twitter at Duck Millard. You can email me fantasyhockeytimepod at gmail.com. And you can give a follow on Twitter to the UFSN at UFS Network. That's the ultimate fantasy sports network. You can email UFSN at UFFsports.com. And you can check out the website fantasyhockeytime.com if you want to check out past episodes and a whole lot more. All right, let's get things going now. Game on! All right, I absolutely love using the old Blades of Steel uh, music for that one. So here's what we have going on our three and a half stars of the week. Uh, Cam Talbot, former Edmonton Oiler, really good guy too. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, my time being able to... uh, cover Cam Talbot when he played for the Edmonton Oilers. And, uh, man, he had the Minnesota Wild absolutely rolling this week. 3-0 and record, a 9.67 save percentage for Cam Talbot. He also had a shutout and 89 saves. And I know that because I was facing him in fantasy. And, uh, you know, I had Jakob Markstrom, who was, who was decent, but Cam Talbot was on fire. So he gets the honorable mention this week. Mika Zibanejad back in this spot again. Four goals, four assists. Uh, those flyers. I just uh, this can't get. Although uh, the uh, the third game this weekend uh, wasn't that bad, but anyway, thirteen shots on goal for Zibanejad last week. That's pretty impressive. All four of his goals also were on the power play. So if you get a bonus for that, you are loving Mika being the man this week. The number two star is UC Saros of uh, the Preds, three and zero, just like Talbot, a nine seventy six save percentage, a point six seven goals against average. He made eighty saves and he also had a shutout, uh, absolutely spectacular. And you know the torch being passed in Nashville is uh, is fairly evident that most people expected that sort of thing to happen. And Adam Fox is uh, the first star of the week. One goal, ten assists for eleven points. Another New York Raider. I could have threw Ryan Strom in there. Uh, another former Oiler. Terrible trade by Peter Chiarelli on that one. It could have been one, two, three Rangers, but decided to throw UC Saros in there, um, partly because I love goaltenders. But Adam Fox was excellent from the blue line. Seven of his 10 points came on the power play, even had a uh, shorthanded uh, point as well. So very impressive stuff uh, from uh, Adam Fox as our first star of the week. Uh, All right, now let's get to five lineup decisions. Um, Get your avalanche ready. That is the first lineup decision that you can have with this one. Uh, Four games ahead this week for the uh, avalanche against the Ducks 
and the Blues. Uh, the Blues, ice cold right now. See Mike Hoffman a little bit later. Uh, go deep on the Avalanche roster this week. Brandon Saad will be in my lineup. Uh, Jonas Donskoy, uh, who had four goals in four games this past week. Tyson Jost. Uh, there's a lot of guys on even to the third line of the Avalanche that I would be putting in. Uh, obviously, if you have McKinnon, Rantanen, and Landeskog, congratulations because they're unbelievable. They have over uh, 40 points combined in their last nine games. Uh, decision number two, Alexander Barkov is back. Or it should be anyway by Tuesday. That's what they are saying. The Panthers face the Wings for the first of two games on Tuesday. They also get the Blue Jackets later on this week. Barkov has missed the last four Panther games. Uh, Barkov and Huberto are now tied for the lead in points. And a guy like Carter Verhaeg is having a fine season as well for fantasy owners. So Barkov being back in uh, should help boost the uh, Florida Panthers' uh, offensive numbers and and, uh, the periphery numbers or the other numbers uh, for guys around him. Uh, for that matter. How about the Chicago Blackhawks? Their top line has been dominant. Uh, Pew Suter, uh, Patrick Kane, and Alex Debrinkat have combined for 96 points this year, 47 of them uh, from Patrick Kane. That's impressive. Uh, the trio combined for five points on uh, Sunday night uh, with Suter setting up Debrinkat's two goals and Kane. Uh, picking up a helper on the first Debrinkat goal as well. So uh, I don't think you're going as deep, but uh, those three guys playing on a line together, um, you know, Debrinkat and Kane should already be in your lineup. And if Suter is a depth guy, then he deserves to be in the lineup uh, right now. Number four, as far as decisions, uh, is it Eli Tolvin in time in Nashville? He had a uh, five-game point streak going, seven points over that, uh, thanks to an assist on Sunday night versus the Hawks. He's getting top-line minutes, gravy power time, uh, power play time uh, as well. Uh, Philip Forsberg was out, so uh, Eli Tolvin uh, not only have the Predators been waiting for this guy, but fantasy owners and GMs have been uh, hoping that the uh, late-round pick in, I think, 2017 uh, would really, really start to come through. And hopefully this is a good sign. Uh, Otherwise, it's Lucy pulling the football away from Charlie Brown again when it comes to fantasy owners. Uh, You're just waiting for the guy to break through. And speaking of waiting, uh, the St. Louis Blues apparently had uh, waited long enough for Mike Hoffman, as he was benched uh, Sunday night, a healthy scratch on Sunday. He has just one goal in his last 11 games. has been awful overall. Uh, and actually, I, I, I traded for him in one of my leagues because he was uh, producing uh, decently. But keep him on the bench in weekly leagues. In daily leagues, this could be a motivator for him. Uh, you could take a chance on him busting out. But the Blues only played twice this week uh, as the uh, against the Avalanche, as we mentioned earlier. So certainly in weekly leagues, you can't take a chance on uh, Mike Hoffman, you know. If he gets like seven points in two games because something goes crazy, okay, that's an anomaly. But being benched two games, it's not a recipe for Mike Hoffman. And in daily leagues, it's probably a a chance to, um, I I don't know, for the most part, people should probably uh, be avoiding Mike Hoffman at the moment. Speaking of guys that you should be avoiding right now, Tis but a scratch. A scratch? Your arm's off. No, it isn't. Well, what's that, then? I've heard worse. You've got no arms left. Yes, I have. Look! Just a flesh wound. What are you going to do, bleed on me? I'm invincible! All right, as we take a look at the MASH 4077 unit, uh, that is the guys that are uh, banged up, and man, ugly, ugly incident uh, with Aaron Ekblad on Sunday night. 
and he's going to be out long-term with a lower body injury. If, if you're squeamish on injuries, don't watch it. Uh, his leg is not supposed to bend the way it did. Um, hopefully next year isn't impacted uh, with Aaron Ekblad because that was awful. And, you know, having a pretty solid season for the Florida Panthers, I don't know. Well, there's nobody out there that they can go out that will be available, I think, at the at the trade deadline that's going to replace Aaron Ekblad because those defensemen are too coveted because he is a number one stud defenseman. So tough, tough news for the Panthers and, and anybody in, in fantasy that has Aaron Ekblad Hopefully your trade deadline hasn't happened and, you know, maybe you can ship him off to a team that is not in it and you can get some immediate help or something like that. Um, you know, if not, you're just holding on to him for next year. Hopefully you you still retain him. But ugly, ugly situation. Uh, Jamie Drysdale has been an interesting situation. He's out day-to-day right now with an upper body injury in Anaheim, but he was just called up recently by the Ducks. Had two points in his first game. Not much since then, but this is a guy who could be interesting to watch uh, you know, just drafted in 2020 and stepping into the NHL. See how much he's playing down the stretch. He was getting between 15 and 20 minutes of ice time uh, when he was called up. So check it out uh, before obviously starting him because he's day-to-day. So is Tuka Rask with an upper body injury. He came back from missing six games, then left during the overtime loss to the Islanders, uh, missed Saturday and Sunday, against the Islanders as well. Boston gets the Devils next on Tuesday, but it's only a three-game week, and uh, even if he comes back, he might only play one game as they will ease him back uh, into the lineup. So weekly leagues, it's, again, not Tuka time. I would not be uh, starting Tuka Rask right now in a weekly league. Obviously, um, if he is starting in daily leagues, get him in there, but um, I would be avoiding it right now. I have him on one of my teams in a weekly league, unfortunately, so he's going to be on the bench. Jonas Corposalo also on the sidelines right now with a lower body injury. He's day-to-day. Lost in overtime to the Canes on Thursday. Gave up four goals on 33 shots and then was not available on the weekend. The first game for the Blue Jackets is Tuesday versus Tampa. So even if he's healthy, probably not a a good option uh, right now. And Kasperi Kapanen is week-to-week with a lower body injury. He left last Wednesday's game versus Buffalo, and he had just two points in uh, five games since Evgeny Malkin has been out. So, you know, he we a lot of people were thinking, oh, it's too bad that Malkin is out. He's going to lose out on points. And the counter-argument was, well, he's going to get that gravy power play time, but he hasn't really done anything with that at all. Uh, so add that to the list of Penguins in the MASH unit. Uh, Brandon Tanoff, Malkin, Teddy Bluger, Jason Zucker, who's been out since February, Uh, They are a banged-up unit right now. And Zach Parise is on IR in the COVID protocol. According to Mike Russo of The Athletic, Parise will not be going with the Wild on their trip this week. He missed the last two games at home, and uh, the Wild are in uh, San Jose and Vegas all of next week. So uh, Zach Parise will not be making the trip, so adjust your lineups accordingly uh, for the Minnesota Wild veteran. All right, we're going to get into bold predictions in just a second. This is Fantasy Hockey Time with Dean Millard. It's a route, it's a blow-up. Fantasy Hockey Time is part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network, your one-stop fantasy sports shop. We are building something all fantasy fans will love and we are looking for quality programming to be joining us 
on the network. Whether you have a daily, weekly, or even a monthly show, if it's about fantasy, we would love to chat. Follow at UFF Sports. Give a follow to at UFH League. And of course, UFSN at UFS Network for more information on how you can own the game. All right, now it's time to get into some bold predictions. Hear me now and believe this later. Prediction? Yes, prediction. It's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see if it pays off for him. We want to pump you up. Okay, I talked about the avalanche earlier, and so this is my bold prediction. Brandon Saad, just one point in his last six. This week, he busts out in a big big way two goals four assists 10 shots on goal for Brandon Saad as mentioned uh, uh, they've got the Ducks and the Blues uh, twice this week so I'm going Brandon Saad is going to bust out in a big big way against the Blues and the Anaheim Ducks this week and that is my bold prediction. If you have a bold prediction, would absolutely love to hear from you. Hit me up on Twitter, at Duck Millard, and let me know how bold you can be. Welcome to Fantasy Island. All right, time to vote. Wendell is cut. Rudy is cut. Janie, you're gone. Steven, I like your hustle. Get him a uniform. Congratulations. The rest of you made the team. <sighs> Except you, you, and you. All right. Uh, when it comes to Fantasy Island and uh, voting people on and off of uh, Fantasy Island, there is a there's there's a there's a number of guys that could be voted on and off uh, the island each each week. But uh, this week I'm going with on Yanni Gord. Just had his five-game point streak snapped. He had 17 points over that time, 13 goals on the season. Good depth guy who could go on a heater. He's owned by uh, almost 70% of the teams in Yahoo and just 52% of the teams when it comes to uh, CBS. So quite interesting. You could uh, get a guy who is, uh, you know, doing some interesting things uh, with the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning um, as they're obviously looking for uh, different kinds of offense to uh, not that they're replacing a guy like uh, uh, Nikita Kucherov at all or anything like that, but they have to find offense uh, from somewhere. And Yanni Gord has been a guy who has been uh, playing quite well uh, in, in kind of different roles and different things with the uh, the Tampa Bay Lightning. So that is uh, Fantasy Island. Uh, I'm, I'm voting off everybody on the Buffalo Sabres pretty much, except for Taylor Hall, Jack Eichel, and Rasmus Dahlin. And even Taylor Hall, you're, you're, you're only keeping, you, you know, you're, you're keeping those guys until you can maybe trade him 
and you know rebuild or he gets traded and then he helps you down the stretch uh jack eichel is a guy that i said it last week you can use this to to uh, spark your rebuild if you're if you're a uh, in a rebuild trade for jack eichel try to get him from a team that needs something or, or something like that so a lot of different options uh rasmus Dahlin, obviously uh still young but uh, did not look good the other day uh when he was in the lineup so uh anyway that is uh my uh, fantasy island and the guys that I'm voting on and voting off of the island. Back to the pond, rookie. This is fantasy hockey time with Dean Millard. Dean Youngblood, five foot ten inches, 160 pounds. He's 17 years old. An American kid from Stanton. Scored 92 goals this year so far for the Stanton Flyers. Oh, I could talk about Youngblood all the time, and I could talk about Ultimate Franchise Fantasy Sports as well because they are the presenting sponsor of Fantasy Hockey Time. It's easily the most realistic platform around. It's also high stakes. It's not just your $100 fantasy league that you can get freaked out about. This is actually massive, massive stakes. And the uh, Ultimate Fantasy Hockey League mimics just about everything from the NHL, from a scouting program to actual playoff series after a playoff draft where you pluck from the non-playoff fantasy teams. And they're just fantasy players. They're NFTs, digital assets on the Zillica blockchain, non-fungible tokens. And you can bid and trade and build your own team or your scouting platform with these NFTs. With UFFS, you own the game, so get in the game. Uh, follow them at UFF Sports, at UFH League, and at UFS Network. For more information. Am I hot? Yeah, I'm hot. It's some bull crap. I'm your huckleberry. Well, we're waiting. That's a crock of crap. You shut your mouth when you're talking to me. Boy, that escalated quickly. All right, my fantasy beef is with uh, CBS. And you've probably heard this before from me, but they just do not do hockey. They suck at hockey. CBS sucks for hockey. Do not host your league on CBS for hockey. I will not play in another CBS hockey league. It's it's a joke. Uh, this past week, the Montreal Canadiens played the Edmonton Oilers. Well, no, of course they didn't. The games were postponed. But on Monday, when the game was supposed to happen, Thomas Tatar was locked in on my lineup. Uh, so was anybody else that had an Oiler or a Montreal Canadian. So I couldn't take him out of the lineup. And I also couldn't put another winger in there because my other two wingers games had locked. So because CBS doesn't have anybody giving a crap about hockey, nobody fixed the thing so you could unlock the games and unlock your players. It's an absolute joke. Then for the rest of the week, I couldn't put anybody in because all my wingers had already played. So don't ever go on CBS if you're on hockey. It's the absolute worst for hockey. They just don't care. The other thing that I'm going to beef about is Yahoo's draft uh, situation. We had our, our draft in Yahoo tonight. And, um, you know, for the most part, I don't mind Yahoo. The price is right. It's free. But they have they just don't have an information when you're when you're putting your list together of your rankings. First of all, if you're in a keeper league, you can't tell what keepers are gone. It's an absolute joke that way. Then when you're actually in the draft, 
there's not enough information on the players. So maybe that's why it's free. You get what you pay for. You'd just be happy to have one. Uh, but I would always much rather pay and get a good website. But I don't want to pay and get screwed over by CBS. So, again, don't ever use CBS uh, for hockey. For other sports, football and baseball, they're really good because they actually care. They just don't care at all about hockey. So it's an unfortunate, absolute joke uh, that CBS uh, even takes anybody's money for the quality of hockey that they are providing. Smokey, this is not NOM. This is bowling. There are rules. I don't think it taints it. What you talk about, mister? All you have to do is follow three simple rules. All right, so the first rule that I'm going to give you, I don't know if I'm going to have three, like uh, Mr. The Late Patrick Swayze uh, Dalton uh, is talking about, but but here's a couple of rules that I will tell people when it comes to a draft. Make sure you have a good internet connection and make sure your queue is full. Uh, this applies to any draft, but we had our baseball draft tonight, and one guy, the only guy, had problems with the internet, and he actually left the draft like a five-year-old. I couldn't believe it. Um, but listen, if you don't have good internet, that's on you. We, you. You can't, as a commissioner, stop the draft because somebody has bad internet. The other people didn't have a problem. And if you do, like in my Yahoo, in my one Yahoo draft, I my, my computer just, for some reason, a ghost came and pressed the off button because it just shut off. But I had a built-up queue. I got the player I wanted anyway because he was there. So if you have crappy internet and you don't have your queue full, that's on you. That is 100% on you. Don't blame the, the, the website. Don't blame the commissioner. Don't blame anybody else but you. Fill up your queue. Get good internet. Simple as that. You can only blame yourself, in, in my opinion, in a uh, situation like that. All right. That means we are out of time for another episode. Man, that one flew by fast. If you'd like to get in touch with me here on Fantasy Hockey Time, uh, you can indeed. It's Fantasy Hockey Time Pod at gmail.com. And of course, uh, Fantasy Hockey Time is a part of the Ultimate Fantasy Sports Network. UFSN is your one stop fantasy sports shop. Follow along on Twitter at UFS Network and find UFSN on YouTube. If you have a fantasy show, hit us up and join the fun. Here's our schedule. Every second Sunday, we have the UFFS podcast. This show, as you know, comes out Monday morning. Two Minute Tuesday, tracking the draft with Craig Button Wednesday afternoons, and UFHL Now on Friday afternoons featuring UFHL insider Larry Fisher. Thanks so much for tuning in. Hopefully... Uh, You're having fun in fantasy hockey, and you're making a nice stretch drive to try to win a title. This has been a show where we're going to help you try to win your league and at the very least make it better and maybe make you laugh one or two times. Thank you so much for joining us on the program. Have yourself a wonderful week in fantasy, and we'll talk to you next Monday.